Hello, 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 everyone. Dana Williamson here with Bad, Blessed Anointed Destin LLC, the original Bad Queen of the Round Table. So excited to be with you on this Wednesday. We are doing, well, we're working through my new segment here on the podcast, which is Wednesday Wisdom. And if I can just be honest, uh, this Wednesday has been rough. Literally, a stretch for me and I think because I woke up early enough got my prayer time in and I'm literally I have someone specific laid on the altar and it's just like I'm I'm feeling so overwhelmed why am I feeling overwhelmed can we talk about this for a second I shouldn't feel overwhelmed because when you pray, you leave things and you pray and you leave someone's name on the altar, you're leaving it up to God. So why do I feel overwhelmed? Because I'm trying to take responsibility. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to do. So real quickly, I'm in the wrong. Okay. So I'm feeling overwhelmed about it because I'm in the wrong. Second thing. I don't like being put in a position of doing something that is commonplace for others because they don't know how to do anything different. I'm And then having to adjust it. So I praise God that I'm able to do what I need to do today. Y'all just bear with me a second. Do what I need to do today. But I am upset that this couldn't have been scheduled or considered long before the issue arose. Time is of the essence. And if I had to... Because we're going to talk about a few things, and I'm not going to be before you long, because I, I really want to take this message to my um to my main page on Facebook. But hear me out. Time is of the essence. And the reason why I mentioned I'm doing something today, I'm glad that it worked out differently, is because when you schedule meetings and appointments and stuff like that with other people, you have to really be honest and say... I have to consider their time because maybe they didn't want to do that. So, for instance, I am uh, someone who I work from home. Everything I do, I do from the inside of my house. Um, and I'm okay with that. There's a lot of things with my clients, whether they're coaching clients or uh, potential clients, even for consultations that can be done without people having to see me in person. I don't schedule in-person meetings because nine times out of 10, I need to say what I need to say, hear what you need, and then we're done. There's no reason to have something long and drawn out. I know you guys have seen those memes before about this could have been an email. Yeah, definitely. No two-hour meeting that could have been a 30-second email should even happen. Same thing with meetings. If we can do it, especially since COVID. If we can do it via Zoom, why can't, why shouldn't we? If we if we can do it via anything on a telephone, I don't even care, email, whatever. Because when something happens, you have to consider the other person's time. I do that with 
you know, a lot of people, you know, even my own clients or potential clients, I consider their time. And the reason being is that I, I know what that's like. I know what it's like to have to do things on the go. I have had emergencies happen in my family and I've had to text people and say, hey, I can't meet you, but let's reschedule um, real quickly. I have an emergency I need to handle. And some people say, okay, we'll handle your emergency and get back to me. No, let's do this while I'm running because I, I'll forget later if I don't do it now and I'll be looking for it later. If something happens, but you know, you have to take the initiative. And so for, for me, while I'm preparing my home office, I get a message saying I can't make it in person. Oh, okay. So that, that takes away anything I could have been doing here or anywhere because this could have been done via Zoom or in an email. I am not saying the person is inconsiderate. I am saying that you don't plan according to time. The time that you have and the time that is allotted for the other person. What does that have to do with Wednesday Wisdom? So we're going to call Wednesday Wisdom today on all platforms the essence of time and what the problems are. Point number one, when you don't regard your own time, time for yourself, you will never regard that for someone else. You will never consider someone else's time because you don't consider time for you. And so when I look at, there's this book I'm writing that I've been trying to publish for the past four years, and it's an anthology and it's about self-care. And when I look at, we're still delayed in time on that. Why? And I, you know, I've asked God numerous times and in numerous times, the answer has been self-care. The position of self-care for each individual author is not as clear as what they've written. Oh, Let's, let's, let's take that with a grain of salt. The position of self-care for each individual author is not as clear for what they have written. Why? Because sometimes when we speak things out of our mouth, the enemy will come in and throw a monkey wrench. And in the monkey wrench, you either catch it or use it to fix what the problem is. You don't get hurt by it. You don't get moved by it. But you use it to your advantage. There are a lot of times that we, in the essence of time, don't consider ourselves. And we allow the monkey wrench to throw us off our, off our game, off our platform, instead of using it to fix whatever is wrong or whatever is needed to make adjustments in our day and in our lives. So then point number two brings me to, in the essence of time, because if you don't consider you, you won't consider another. Point number two is you don't even know the value of the time you're misusing. This is something I could just totally leave this live, this, this podcast with right here. But let me, let me just, just hear me out. Lately, and I've shared this before, lately I find when I'm in my office by a certain time of day, my internet starts acting up and I have to leave my office. So then I go up to my sitting room and actually my bonus room, which is just off the walk-in closet, and I will work from my bonus room. But lately, I've been getting as far as the sitting room with the other laptop that's upstairs. And I'll write a little bit and I'll watch a little bit and I might fall asleep. I have lost valuable time because by four, four or five o'clock, I'm not even thinking about work. 
So if I leave the office at two to go and finish work in the sitting room or in the bonus room, and I actually fall asleep anywhere between three and five, by five, I'm not doing anything because my mind isn't even... I have set these boundaries up so well that my mind is like on total shutdown at five o'clock about anything business directly related to the bad brand. I have lost valuable time between two and five. I have lost time and I don't even know, and I, but I know because I'm sharing this with you and this is a message that I'm receiving as well. I realized that the value of the time that has been lost over the days that I have missed and in, in, fallen asleep or not done, done enough work between two and five, I realized that I've left money on the table. Okay. Stay with me because this goes into point number three, and especially on Wednesday, especially when it comes down to you, who you are as, a, as an entrepreneur. You don't consider yourself. That was point number one. You don't consider the value of the time lost. That's point number two. Point number three, you don't trust God enough to get that time back. Let that marinate for a second. You don't trust God enough to get that time back. Uh-uh, Dana, what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means that in everything that you know God to do, he will tell you not to repeat your past mistakes, but you do have to go back and repent, right? So when you repent, you're forgiven for not utilizing the time that was given you, right? If you're forgiven and you ask God for a second chance, that is he bringing together your lost time and giving that to you for you to do what? Fix with the monkey wrench, whatever the problem was. He's giving you that time back. And so when you trust God enough to repent, get on the right track, and for him to return the time to you that you lost. Like you can't go back. I can't go back weeks. But he'll give me the second chance basically. Then you realize that. Oh okay. Let me do what I need to do. Let me let me realize. Let, let, me, let me put into. Let me put into consideration. Whatever project I'm on. Whatever assignment I'm on. God has given me a second chance. Let me play catch up. And so let me use writing as an example. If I was supposed to write 2,000 words on Tuesday. And I only wrote 500 words. I need to write an additional 1,500 words. Plus whatever words I'm supposed to write on Wednesday. I'm not saying that that is a directive from the Holy Spirit. But if you know you're supposed to write. You need to write and write a little more. Than what you were. Than what you wrote the previous day because you didn't write enough the previous day. It's it's that important. So he's giving you that time back. You have to trust him enough to give him that time back. My next point really kind of makes you realize who you are as a Christian. 
you won't even understand points one, two, and three if you don't know who you are as a Christian. So I'm going to tell you, like I tell all of those that are new to walking with Christ, read the uh, epistle according to James. Talks about your Christian lifestyle. Talks about who you are as a Christian, who you need to be, what you need to do. So read the epistle of James. I don't care how many times you have to read. Listen to it on audio if you have to. But you need to read the epistle of James and read it a couple of times before you move on to the gospel according to John. That Those are the instructions I give to other people. But I, I'm saying this in point number four because once you know who you are, once you once you get past points one, two, and three, then you, then you have to go back and reflect on who you are and how you even got to point number one. How did how did you lose sight of who you were and and self care for yourself? How how? Well, I forgot who I was as a Christian. Well, Dana, why wasn't this point number one? Because I can easily tell you to go and study the Bible. I can easily tell you that. I can go and tell you to read the Bible. I can go and I, I can regurgitate study to show thyself approved. I can do that. I do that over and over anyway, but that's a given to those of you that already know. Oh, let me pause here in case you don't know. Bad, me being the business and lifestyle counselor, I am for women of faith who find themselves at roadblocks in building their business. So as a woman of faith, point number four applies to you. You already know you're supposed to be reading the study that shall thyself approve. You already know you should be fasting. You already know you should be praying without ceasing. You already know some of those things. Why am I repeating that to you who should be a well-seasoned saint, a saint who is not on formula, but a person who's on meat and solid food? So point number five, let's, let's, let's talk about that real quick. And I said this before. And I'm probably going to use this as point number five. That as long as I give you points and pointers to, to utilize, to go through this, I'm going to do this. Give yourself some grace. Because see, when you've gone through points one through four, God is speaking to you. So stop beating yourself up about what you had, what you don't have, what you didn't do. If he's giving you the time back, which is point number three, then you're okay. Don't you don't lose the value of what that time is. Which is point number two. So now you're in a place of, okay, okay, I've done this. God has forgiven me. I've repented. I'm reading my word. What next? Give yourself some grace. Breathe. Breathe. Don't be like, oh, okay, well, I can start this over next week. No, you're not going to do the same things again. No, I'm. that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying to you this Wednesday wisdom is especially with this, give you some grace, is that once you've taken it to the Lord, let it go. I started this conversation talking about how this Wednesday has been rough for me. I've been overwhelmed um, by something I let I, I laid on the altar. And I said, why am I overwhelmed? Because I'm trying to hold on to it. Why, Dana? I've given it to God. There's no reason for me to hold on to it. So then my anxiety, I shouldn't have anxiety. I shouldn't feel overwhelmed. My anxiety should be low. My stress level should be low. Or high, depending on how you look at it. So give yourself some grace. 
Give yourself the opportunity to understand that the place you're in You don't have to stay in because God has given you the time back. God has said, you know, and you only you would know this, you know, I'm not telling you that God will because he might not. So he's probably giving you time and time again. But I'm saying that if he does in whatever assignment or project that he's given you, when he's giving you that time back, baby, give yourself some grace, utilize that time and get those projects done. Honey, the same way I shouldn't be overwhelmed about something I laid on the altar, you shouldn't be overwhelmed about something that you've repented of that God has forgiven you about and given you that time back. So this Wednesday Wisdom, enjoy the fact that time is of the essence. Now let me take the last few seconds to explain that really quickly. You may get a second chance today, but you will not get another second chance because the end times are where we are right now. You have to finish what God has given you to do because the person that needs it, needs it for their assignment. So while you're giving yourself some grace, give yourself the understanding that someone is waiting on you. God bless. Have a wonderful rest of your day.